Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to the In For A Penny podcast. I'm Mark Schoffman, a freelance personal finance journalist, and I'm joined by my financial planner friend, Joshua Gersler, who runs an advisory business called The Orchard Practice. Hello. If you'd like to know a little bit more about us, you can check me out at www.cavendishcontent.com and josh at www.topfs.co.uk. Each episode, we aim to give our perspective on the world of finance and money, and discuss some of the issues that crop up in business as well as everyday life. We hope that you'll learn something from our podcast as well as have some fun too. Thank you for downloading the latest episode and it's the first Infra Penny podcast of this decade. As we're now in 2020. To the 20s, the roaring 20s. The roaring 20s. Wasn't it funny when you were a boy? And when oh, I, was I still a boy. am. I know yeah. there's all this gender neutral stuff nowadays, yeah. but I still am a boy. But so we were kind of kids of the 80s and 90s. And when you thought about the future and you thought about 2020, what, what did you think life would be like? Um, I don't know. I thought it would be maybe people living in the sky, spaceships, yeah. a bit more uh, advanced than we are. What about you? Yeah, I thought flying cars. Yeah, chitty bang bang. Chitty chitty bang bang, yeah, that sort of thing. I mean, I guess... The Jetsons. The Jetsons, yeah. That type of life. Nothing, I mean, I guess in the... 90s you wouldn't have thought about all this online stuff and instagram and every, how everything's mobile and the world is so much more connected yeah the world's evolved yeah on the whole for the better yeah speaking about the better yeah people often take the new year as a chance to improve to make change to make a resolution do you have any new year's resolutions I don't think I've ever made a New Year's resolution. Have you not? I don't really look at life in years like that. Aye. That you get to the end of the year and then you, it ends and then you start afresh at the beginning yeah. of the year. I just sort of keep going. Keep going. Yeah, what about you? I sort of take stock at the end of each year. Okay. Sort of think about what I've done, what I'd like to do more of. So what did you do this year? <laughs> Started a podcast. Yeah? Yeah. Um, was that 2018? That was 2018. That was the end of 2018. Yeah. Yeah. What would you like to do more of? What? podcast no yeah <laughs> i would like to do more stuff i enjoy not do so much so of the less podcasts stuff. less podcasts yeah <laughs> what do you enjoy mark i enjoy helping people just being able to give back and not just when i do my writing i want to do stuff that makes a difference that's what one of the things we hope for from this podcast isn't it to educate yeah. people yeah. To help people take control of their own finances. Indeed. So maybe we'll do a bit more of that in 2020. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. How was your Christmas and Hanukkah? It was lovely. It's obviously weird being a Jew at Christmas. Um, if you've seen South Park. I think it's weird being a Jew all the time, but carry on. Because uh, obviously you have Hanukkah. You do? The um, eight-day Festival of Lights, or is that Diwali? That is both. Both are called festival lights, yep. but the Jews celebrate Hanukkah, which is, revolves around donuts and lighting candles and oil lasting for eight days. And eight days of presents, and often that comes before Christmas, so it's seen as a separate thing. But this year, it has happened at the same time as Christmas. nicely, didn't yeah. it? Which uh, is good, because my family describe themselves as multicultural, so they, um, many of them celebrate Christmas and Hanukkah. That's just greedy. It's a bit greedy, because yeah. I, I don't know if they do Ramadan and all the other religious festivals, or they just pick and choose the ones with all the presents. So, I think, yeah, it was a nice issue, we sort of did a 
Christmas lunch or lunch on Christmas Day. Yeah. With crackers and all, all the trimmings. And then uh, we lit Hanukkah candles in the evening. Very nice. Which I think is just as Jesus intended. Yeah, that's what he wanted. Hmm. Hedging your bets. Well, Jesus was Jewish, so they must have tried to light candles in the stables, do you reckon? Well, I don't think it's safe to light, light candles yeah, in the stables. They're under hay. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? How was your festive period? Very nice, thank you. We went to my in-laws on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. We had a nice lunch. Um, and I had a lovely turkey sandwich on Boxing Day. Nice. For the leftovers. That was very nice. And yeah, all good. Just before Christmas, I sent a um, Christmas card out. I was amazed. Did good I send time one to do you? it. It's silly to do it around <laughs> February, March time. Yeah. I've just realised I may not have sent it to you. So maybe I shouldn't do this. But, but please do share. Yeah, do to tell. my contacts and people I work with and Thor. Yeah. And... Um, when I sent it, I wasn't sure whether you should put Merry Christmas or just kind of... Happy Holidays. Happy Holidays, best of the season. What so I just said, for? have a good festive period. But there's all this political correctness now. It's hard to know what to say. It's gone mad. It's gone mad. political correctness gone yeah. mad, isn't it? Just, does the orchard practice send cards? We haven't done cards for a couple of years. Um, we used to do it every year. Yeah. And we've had a couple of years off, and we'll probably get back into it when we update our database. I see. Yeah. It's okay. a logistical thing. Logistical thing. Yeah. Okay. So this week's show, hmm. we've got um, we've got an alien concept. I do. You yeah. have to pull out that sound. I do. So the sound effect hasn't been used for a while because we've been focusing on some meaty thematic podcast, but now we're going to go back to basics. So that sound means it is time for 2020's first alien concept. Could you? Would you mind just going to the corner of the room and getting the tombola of terms? I'll just get. The, hold on. I'll just. Put it out. You were, Mrs. Yeah. Okay, here it is. Uh, Go for it. Gonna you do the honours, first start one. Start it up. Okay. Roll it round and round. It's a bit creaky. A bit old. And here it goes. Round and round. And do you want to read it? I'll read it. Okay. A-P-R. Ah. Correct. A-P-R. <laughs> A-P-R. R. R. Pirate. A-P-R. So... These aren't the annoying people who call me every morning to say, have you got my press release? Have you read? That's APR. Oh, very good. Very, a very press good. relations person. But no, we're not talking about that. We're talking about... Shall I tell you what I know about... What I think I know about APR? Yeah, please and do. you can tell me if I'm right or wrong. So, You're right. A, probably APR, yeah. as far as I'm aware, stands for the annual percentage rate. Correct. Yeah? Yeah. And uh, it... Uh, is representative of the amount of interest you pay on a, on a loan, on like a mortgage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're pretty much there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then it's it, that does seem a bit jargony, doesn't it? Because really, like when you talk to people, well, talk to your mates about your mortgage, you won't say oh, I'm on a APR of whatever. You'll say I'm on an interest rate of something or other. Yeah, yeah. So, you, yeah, you, you pretty much got it. So, APR, annual percentage rate, was introduced to help people compare the cost of different types of loans. So, APR is mainly used with credit cards um, and personal loans. Hmm. Okay. It's not used for mortgages. Is it not? APRC is used for mortgages. Ah, uh, what's an APRC? Annual percentage rate of charge. Right. It's the same thing. I don't know why they had to... You know, they like to confuse things, as we yeah. always say, which is why we do this section of the show. So it it isn't just the interest rate. That's the key thing about APR. Okay. So you have a loan and you're paying the interest rate of 5%. 
Expensive. That's not necessarily your APR right. because the APR includes compulsory charges that go right. with that loan. So that could be setup charges, arrangement fees, things like that. Right. So they take those costs as well. Yeah. Spread them out over the term of the loan. And from that, they work out your APR. See. Okay, so if you've got this loan at 5% and there's a £2,000 fee, the APR will be higher than 5% because it'll include the £2,000 fee. What if you want to pay that fee separately, though, just up front? The APR is the total cost of borrowing, so it would still include any fees even if you paid them up front. Okay. 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 Um, one thing you've got to look out for, so with the APR, so you could be looking at a credit card and comparing the APR, one that says 10% yeah. and one that says 15%. So your initial thoughts would be 10% card would be better. Mm. But the APR only includes compulsory charges. So some fees, such as payment protection, if that's been included in the loan, that's not a compulsory charge or within the credit card and therefore the actual rate you pay could be higher than the 10 or the 15%. I see. Another strange thing about APRs is something called a representative APR. So you might have heard the term this is the representative APR. You see it in the small print on adverts. Yeah, well I don't think it's supposed to be small but it's in the the print. In the print. Um, So the rules say that when someone advertises advertises a loan or credit card or whatever it may be, you have to show the representative APR. And that advertised rate has to be a rate that at least 51% of those who get accepted for whatever the deal is pay. Interesting. So So 49% could potentially be paying something different. Higher. Yeah. Yeah. You would imagine it's going to be higher on the lower because they're going to advertise their best rate. So it could be 5% on the advert and 51% of people get 5%, Five percent, yeah, and it could be the other forty-nine out of hundred people are paying thirty percent. Mm. <laughs> but how would they decide what rate that forty-nine percent get? Well, whatever the terms, whatever way they're coming up with their calculations. So, in the advert, there'll always be the representative rate. You then get a personal rate. So your personal APR. Is that when they say what they think about your fashion sense and politics? I don't know, is it? No. It's no. Just, no. I don't think so. Okay. You tell me what it is then. The personal APR is when they actually say to you, right, we are going to offer you this particular deal. Okay. So they've advertised it at 5%. They've done their research on you, done their credit checks, and they've said, your personal APR is going to be 25%. So if you had a poor credit rating or something? Yeah. Well, you might get declined or you might get offered a, a higher rate. I thought I think that's a bit cheeky, really, that only 51% of people have to get the rate advertised. Yeah. I think if they're going to advertise a product with a rate, yeah. that should be it for everyone. It's like if you went to a restaurant and only... These 50, are representative prices. Yeah, these are, yeah, only 51% pay the cheap price. Yeah. It's a bit like um, this whole APR thing as well. It's a bit like... It reminds me a bit of Ryanair. Yeah. Because you go on their website and you see this fantastic price. It's mm. 59p for a, a flight. Yeah. But then by the time you add in the seat to sit on, yeah. the armrests, the table tray in front of you, the life vest, yeah. the suitcase, uh, the carpet under your seat, the overhead thing, it, you know, it's suddenly yeah. £100. For balance, Michael O'Leary doesn't charge for those things in case he sues us. But yeah. yeah. But yeah, they add on all the added charges 
pushes out. So it's a bit of a, a bit of a strange one that APR. APRC we said is for mortgages and secured loans. So it's pretty What's much a, secured loan? a loan that you give some security for. Ah. Security being your house, your is your security for your home mortgage. True. Yep. Yes. And most secured loans are secured against your property. But it could be any asset dependent on the lender. It could be a car. It could be jewellery. It could be other assets. It could be your wife. Whatever you want to give as security is something wow. that's valuable. Hadn't thought, but giving my wife. I'm not sure anyone would take her. Well, there you go. Yeah. So not good security. No. But with the with an APRC, that I assume that's not only offered to 51% of the people. I think the APR rules must be consumer credit regulations, but APRC would be something mortgage related. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Very good. Home finance rules. Yeah. Yeah. I read that FCA handbook every night before bed. That'll take you a long time. You'll be going to bed very late every night. Yeah. Very good. I think that's it on APR. You know what you always like to do at the end of these sessions? You always like to come up with another name. Yeah. So what would you call it? The interest rate. <laughs> You'd go back to basic. Yeah. And then what about the fees? I would um, separate it. I'd say this is your interest rate and this is your fees and this is your, and then I'd have your total charge. Total charge. Which is your APR. Yeah. So you keep it as it is? No, I'd call it total charge. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's this week's Alien Concept? No, I've had a thing about APR. It's, not, it's, it's not, not. It's not. It's not. Um, what I find weird about APRs is that, especially with credit cards, is that they would, if you had a poor credit rating, but they charge you more. Because you'd think that if you have a poor credit rating, that implies you're bad at keeping up with your debts and repayments. Yes. So charging them more interest could get them deeper into debt. But if you charge them lower interest, sorry, lower APRs, that could help them build a better credit score. You're because- absolutely right. Yeah. I agree with you wholeheartedly, but you have to remember that the people lending the money is their business. Mm. So if you're bad at keeping your, meeting your debts, then from the lender's point of view, you're a higher risk. There's more yeah. chance you're not going to pay it again. And therefore, if they're going to take on that risk, they're going to charge you more to do it. Be lovely if if be lovely if it was zero interest, wouldn't it? Yeah, but it doesn't quite quite work like that in our capitalist society. Uh-huh. I guess it's an interesting time of year with the New Year period, and a lot of people might be looking at balance transfer cards now to shift all their Christmas debt. Yeah. So I guess an APR is an important thing to look out yeah. for, isn't it? I would say if you're looking to do that, you've got to look at the interest rate, as we've said. You've got to look at the fees as well, though. Because um, some of them can charge three, four, five percent fees to transfer it over, yeah, which is then added onto the debt, which makes it even bigger. So I would go for, if you can, a zero percent balance transfer, yeah, with with no fee. So you might get a bit of a shorter period, mm. but I try and do that if you can get away without a fee. So obviously, as a financial advisor, that's not really a product you would advise on, is it? But, Correct. We don't yeah. specifically recommend credit cards to our clients. Credit is bad debt. Yeah. But how? But is it important to be able to show you can manage that sort of thing when you then apply for a product like a mortgage that you would advise on? Correct, yes. Yeah. So if you, you, whatever debt you have, you've got to show that you're paying it on time every month. That's the most important thing. And that's this week's Alien Concept. That's not. Right? No, I'm just being silly. Yeah, okay. it is. Now, Mark, what's this um, beer that you've given me to drink tonight? So, as I mentioned earlier, it's, uh, it was Hanukkah, and um, as part of... Um, the Hanukkah period 
my wife said we're not buying each other any presents and it, when it got to Hanukkah she'd got me three presents did you get her anything? I got two well I got so her you both basically lied to no, each well, other I'd got her one. It's a good basis for relationship. It is, you're right. I told my wife I'm not getting you anything. Yeah. And I stuck to it. Did she get you anything? (laughs) We did actually agree on one present each, and then I heard she'd got me others, so I quickly ordered something. Okay. For for fast delivery. But she came home from work one day with a whole crate of beers, which I think were free. So I don't think it counts as a present if it's free. Okay. But this is um, beer that's made from toast. Okay. So what they do... Crumbs all down there. Yeah, crumbs everywhere. So they they use bread to make this uh, surplus bread. So I think it's got all the other beer ingredients. But Basically, you haven't got a clue, do you? No. It's called Toast. It said, here's to change. Yeah. It's an American pale ale, tropical, yeah. zesty, and planet-saving. They take the bits of bread that your fr- people are throwing away. So it's to cut down on food waste. So we're getting other people's mouldy food. Other people's mouldy king's meal. It. You know, it doesn't and taste too bad. It's a bit fruity. Fruity. But it doesn't taste too bad. I like it. I like it. Thank you, Mrs. Shoffman. Yeah. But yeah, the company is um, called Toast. Here's to change. They're all about planet-saving. Very good. So if you want to send me free beer, I'll send you my address. <laughs> Talking of free stuff, that brings me to uh, this week's Penny for Your Thoughts. I want to talk about stealing from work. What have you done? What have you done? I'm going to come clean now. It's a new decade. I haven't had to work in an office for a while. Um, you know, you mentioned it's the 20s. Yeah. Or, yeah, it is the 20s. Yeah. Um, it's not really been much said about that. No. Like, like previous decades, Yeah. it was a massive thing. And I think because the beginning of the this millennium didn't really have a name, the noughties, but it's not really a thing, and yeah. the whatever we're, we're just in, the tens teens, hmm. was not a thing. I think it's just sort of forgotten. I think when we get into the 30s, 40s, 50s, yeah. it'd be a big thing again. I think it depends who you follow on Twitter as well, because I've had a lot of people joking about, I can't wait to do my last poo of a decade, Okay, that sort of thing. Okay, I can edit that into to, something funnier. No, you just need to change who change you follow. Your followers. I think you need to yeah. mature a bit, but okay. Well, As you take a sip of your beer. I digress. So what happened? What have you done? Uh, well, I just thought it'd be interesting because when I used to work in offices, there'd be times where you'd need stuff at home like pens or post-it notes. Yeah. And sometimes I'd pocket it, bring it back. Or the most controversial, this wasn't actually something at work, this was uh, when I was at university and living in a house, Yeah. and we'd run out of toilet paper, we'd go to the university... Use your hands. <laughs> not use our hands. We'd finish on the toilet, obviously, yeah. and, and then go to <laughs> wash our hands with soap and water, go to university. Well, it must be a bit uncomfortable walking if you hadn't sort of finished cleaning. We'd finish. Okay. And we would pick up toilet paper, steal the toilet paper from university, from the toilet set and bring it home. Really? Yeah. Am I a bad person? I mean, regardless of that, yes, you are a bad person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what about work? So what is it, what's the worst thing you've ever stolen from an office? Must be like post-it notes and pens. What makes you think it's okay? Because I'd be using them at my desk, ordinarily. <laughs> yeah. But if I'm not going to... Yeah. If I forego my desk usage and instead say well I'm going to take them home so I can I don't know remind my wife to cook me dinner that's I cook my dinner if I can remind my wife to turn my lights off that's with a post-it note yeah 
um, I could just do that and said, so my post-it note allocation, I've got it, but it's at home. It's not at my desk. This might be why I'm now freelance. But <laughs> yeah, my post-it note allocation is, this is a terrible catered for outside of the office. Terrible defence. So let's go back to a previous newspaper you used to work for, online version newspaper. I won't name it. This okay. is money. Yeah. And um, when you're in the office, you, yeah. you could use post-it notes to stick stuff, to post it on a note yeah. around the office. Yeah. So you're saying you then decide you still worked for them, but you worked at home? No. So you just decided it might be fun to take post-it notes if home? If I just needed some. Okay. Or a pens. It's really hard to find pens in, in my house often. Yeah. They just come to my office. We've got hundreds. Yeah, but can I just we take... used to anyway? Yeah, <laughs> before people start taking them. Yeah, home. I um, I don't think it's okay to nick stationery and things from work. Not stationery. No, no. If you are a big company, it doesn't get noticed. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it's okay. If you're at a small family-run business, yeah, well, that's people's livelihood, isn't it? That yeah. you're that you're taking. In my previous job, I did take a couple of envelopes okay. accidentally on purpose. I think envelopes is worse, and envelopes is also a form of stationery. So I had to take some envelopes to a client's office to post certain things out, and there were three or four of these envelopes, and these are with a prepaid, you know, first class thing on. That's, that's even worse I than know. me. I know. I'm saying. Yeah. I'm. I'm feeling terrible about it. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm coming clean here today. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you do hear of people just taking wads and wads of things. I don't really think it. Why? Why is it okay? Would you just go into the? Let's say they provide tea in your office. Would you yeah. just take twenty tea bags home? Because I haven't had tea at my desk. I'm going to have it at home. And make my wife a cup of tea. No, oh, I would do that in hotels. I do sometimes just pocket the fruit. Teas. Yeah, but that is not. I'm saying I've done that, but that. In the hotel, it's there for you to use yeah. as you wish. But that's the same in an office, it's there for you to use. For, for work purposes. What if you're working from home? Yeah, I, I think that's a bit more lenient. If you're yeah. working from home for a company and they pr- if, and you need the stationery, mm. yeah, of course. Yeah, I don't see why not. So if you, um, do you remember Mayor Rudy Giuliani Yeah, from New York? I read a book by him a few years ago called Leadership. Yeah, very interesting book. Have you read it? No. I will, I will lend it to you. And he took t- he wrote about something called the broken window theory. Yeah. Which I, I haven't read this book for a long time, so I don't know if I'll do it justice. But he's okay. saying if you see a building with a broken window, mm. there's two choices: people can repair it, or you can ignore it. Okay. This is the people that are in charge, not just yeah, a man not on just the street. Walking past. Correct. So as a mayor. You know, they've yeah. got two choices. Do they repair the windows or do they just leave it? And and this broken window theory is that if you ignore these little infractions, so if you ignore this broken window, the chances are that by the end of the week, the month, all the other windows in the building are going to be broken because people just see it. They take their chance. They think, you know what? There's no rules. It doesn't really matter. I don't think that's how probability works. Okay. Well, you'll have to read the book. Okay. The, his, he says, look, you've got to take these things seriously because if you don't deal with the little things, hmm. suddenly... Everything is okay and everything is acceptable, and we and it leads to bigger problems. Um, and I think that's probably the same with nicking from the office. If people think it's okay to nick stationery, then they start nicking tea, yeah. and next thing you know, they're nicking money. Maybe, 
Yeah, I mean, I've given you an extreme there. That's read the book. It's, it's, read the book. That's just part of it, but it's a good book. What would you do if someone in your office was stealing stationery? For me, honesty and integrity is one of the biggest qualities I look for in team members and friends as well. Okay. So if someone was just stealing it for the sake of stealing it, I'd be upset and they'd probably be on their way. If someone said to me, can I have a pen to take home? Yeah. I'd say yes. Quite. We've got so many pens, take a pen. Yeah. You need a paper for home, take a piece of paper. But stealing it, so doing it without permission, that would bother me. I just want to part on record that I've never stolen toilet paper from your house. As I know, I mentioned the university thing before. And I've grown out of that face. I, so. I never even crossed my mind, but yeah. now you're putting it on record. Yeah. I, I did notice, actually, we're a bit short of toilet paper each time you, you come to the visit. Yeah. I thought that was just because you had stomach problems. Mm. What about stealing time? Oh, you're I'm getting go deep. deep now. You're getting deep. So if someone takes really long toilet breaks or cigarette breaks, yeah. is that what's We're worse? talking about in the workplace, yeah? Yeah. Well... Depends why you're taking this toilet break or yeah. the cigarette break. So if you're taking a mick and just sitting on the toilet playing uh, Angry Angry Birds, angry your birds. references are so last decade. I don't even. I think that's even the decade before. Oh, sorry. If you're on your what's this uh, decade? I have no idea. Candy Crush. Oh my god, you're so <laughs> 2017. Yeah. If you're just sitting there for the sake of it, yeah, yeah. that's taking a mick, really, isn't it? Mm. Um, same with a cigarette but if that is if you need to go to the toilet for a long time yeah. then you go to the toilet for a long time okay I mean, that's probably where you pocket your pens and envelopes in the toilet, in the yeah. toilet yeah but I like that it's a good one because time is one of those things you can't really give back to anyone yeah unless they stay later at the end of the day okay smart ass <laughs> yeah and that was this week's Penny Thor Your Thoughts you know he'll be pleased that we've gone where, that this episode is back to this format. We had a review from Rudy a young man, Rudy G. He loves this podcast. Yeah. Uh, we had a review from Settle a few a uh, few months ago. Yeah. And I bumped into him at a financial planning conference called Humans Under Management uh, a month or two ago. Yeah. And he said um, part of my review was thanking you for uh, saying what a good show it is, and they like the simplicity of the format. Mm. And since you since I gave you that review, you completely changed your format. <laughs> so he will be he will be delighted. He can start so listening again. Yeah, if you're listening, settle. Bottoms this one's up. for you. Okay. So if anyone else has enjoyed listening, we'd love it if they left us a review, wouldn't we? We would. There's a link in the show notes to how to leave it on Apple. Yeah. You can also leave it on Podbean. You can. All oh, the other things are on as well. Spotify. Yeah. You, I noticed we're on YouTube. We are. What's that all about? Well, it's just another format, another medium. I've spoken to some young people under 25 who say they watch a lot of podcasts on YouTube. Fair play. Is yeah. there a video on those? No, because I... Do people want to see us? If you want to see us... If you want to see the Battle of the Beards... Yeah. Has anyone replied to you or tweet no. about that? Just they obviously didn't like the beards. They just like yeah. the fighters. Yeah. 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 Lovely. Okay. That's all we've got time for. Please remember, anything discussed in this programme should not be viewed as financial advice. But if you do need support, please contact me at mark, M-A-R-C, at cavendishcontent.com or visit the Orchard Practice website at www.topfs.co.uk You can also find us on Twitter at InforAPennyPod1 at Mark Schoffman and at Josh Gersler If you'd like to leave us feedback there's a link in the show notes telling you how to do that We really appreciate any comments you provide And do post any financial issues you'd like us to cover Thank you for being In for a penny <laughs>